everybody. Welcome back. It is Missy, your co-host for the Don't Call Us Pretty podcast, and I am here today solo. Miss Nicola Kozis is homesick today. She's feeling a little under the weather, so you guys wish her a happy Tequila Tuesday. She's definitely not drinking tequila, more like NyQuil, but she is here in spirit. But today we are going to introduce my very beautiful friend and co I guess guest co-host, more of a guest today, um, Miss Dally Parker. And so Dally, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, I'm a professional barrel racer and I live in Fort Worth and I'm 17 years old. Okay. You guys, I'm so excited about this. So you're probably thinking, okay, how does this fit into the show? This fits into the show because her story is phenomenal. So as you know, all of our listeners, we kind of, this show is kind of a mix of a lot of different things, but what we try to focus on is entrepreneurship and being a young business. Well, I don't want to say female because we do have some male listeners and some male guests, but young minded or young business minded people, um, entrepreneurs and I think that her story is very unique. So I wanted to have her on the show because she started her career at a very, very young age. And I think that that speaks to very few people in the sense of a lot can be learned, whether you're an adult or a younger person, but to her experience being young and Nicola, actually, I'm kind of bummed that she's not here for this one because she was singing at a very young age professionally. And so I think that that's a very unique experience that not a lot of people can speak on. And even like hearing Nicola's story when she has talked about it, um, it's amazing to think of like how far people can come and just from starting something so early. So, um, I'll get right to it. I have some questions for Miss Dally. And so that way we can kind of learn a little bit about her story and also talk about, um, where she's headed with this mm -hmm. career, or if she's going to stick with it and kind of get to know her a little bit better. So, um, what age did you start? Kind of give us a background of what age you started riding horses, like mm -hmm. in general, because uh, I know you started your career young. Mm -hmm. So let's. I started riding horses whenever I was four. When you were four. Whenever years I was four, I didn't get a really good barrel horse until I was like ten, maybe, and that's whenever I was hooked on it. So was it like a family influence, or how did you even like at four years old get into? I so my parents own like a nine thousand acre ranch. Well, I guess they still do own it, but we just moved and um that's kind of how we'd work cattle every day. And I just worked with my dad and then, um, just fell in love with it. Then I was yeah. always around horses and yeah. cattle and everything. So that's kind of how I got into it. Is there anybody else in your family that rides like professionally? No, and you're the only one. I'm kind of the only one. Well, that's cool though. Yeah. That's well, my cool. sister, she was really good, but it's just not her thing. Yeah. It's yeah. not her. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So you started at four, mm -hmm. you got your first barrel horse at yes. 10. And yes. then I have like, creeped of course because I know your story <laughs> and so you were doing like you were considered a pro at like 12 is yes. that right when yes. you first like won your first professional mm -hmm. I don't know much about it so mm -hmm. like please enlighten me no, you're right it's, like, I don't um, wanna... you can't uh, like to go to like the NFR in Las Vegas you have to be 18 unfortunately um I did I was I had a really good horse and I was my, she did help me. I got my name thrown out there. People knew yeah. who I was. It was really cool. And so, but yeah, that's kind of one of my goals is to, if I turn 18, to go, go for the there. NFR. Okay, yeah, perfect. So where mm -hmm. have you traveled to do some of these companies? Cause I know they're not all local. No. Where all have you gone? Or I guess, what are some oh, cool places? I've you... gone to Montana. I've gone to Las Vegas. I've gone, um, everywhere pretty yeah. much have you gone outside the, the country to do any of this not, not yet okay not yet. i don't know I like if this to. is big outside the country i was like i don't really know if this is a yeah it, it kind of just depends but okay. i would love to that'd be a lot of yeah. yeah yeah so 
I saw in one of your interviews when mm -hmm. I was looking back that you had a horse named Charm. Mm -hmm. Do you still yes. have that horse? I still have her and she is so old, <laughs> but she is like a cockroach. She's never going to die. She's she just is living. Just, yeah, she's living. Did I you still ride horse. her? No, she's too old to ride. She had okay. some injuries, but um, yeah, she's she's still going. That's I wish I could get her back, but no. Okay, okay. Yeah. So who's your horse now? Snooky. We Snook call her... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's she's an interesting creature. Um, her registered name is Leaving Hot Memories. We call her Snooky, and she's definitely like owns up to her name, I guess. Okay, but um, yeah, she's good. She's young. She's yeah. still pretty. She's young. young and a little sassy. Yeah, like a Snooky. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys knew Dally's mother and her family, I like the fact that she has a horse named Snooky is not surprising. It's to no, me, it's honestly. really not. I love it's that not for surprising. <laughs> so, where is Snooky from originally? Um, she is, oh my gosh, Snooki is from San Antonio, I think. Okay. Yeah, I got her from a lady that lived in San Antonio. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And she made her way down here. So what, being that you started this at 12, mm -hmm. I imagine I'm just like thinking about growing up and, and doing this career. What did that look like for you going to school when you mm -hmm. were that young? And was it just like a weekend thing? Was it an every weekend thing? School was very difficult. Um, I've always been homeschooled. I've never oh, okay. gone to a public school. I think when I was in like elementary school, but, um, yeah, I have been homeschooled and so it was easy on the road just to flip yeah. on your, you know, get on your laptop or your phone. I did a lot of my phone cause you know, laptops have to have Wi-Fi and all that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, because barrel racing is, you get busy. I mean, at those I shows, like, it is, like, nonstop. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, fit school in. But yeah. I I did, and I got it done. But, yeah, homeschooling was the Okay. Was, was the, the route. Okay. Was the route, yeah. Okay. I didn't mm -hmm. know that. I guess I just assumed you... <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be hard to do both. Yeah. I'm like, I'd have just assumed she's schooled during the day and rode no. at night. Okay. Oh gosh, so no. homeschooling. Got it. Homeschooling. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think Nicola, hers was like a, a hers was very similar the other way. Mm -hmm. She like would do school during the day and then sing on the weekends oh, really? and stuff and travel mm -hmm. on the weekends. And so I didn't know if yeah. that was like a similar thing. No. Okay. Well, okay. So being that you were homeschooled, mm -hmm. how was that experience growing up? Like when it came to meeting friends and dances and proms um, and missing out on that, I, don't I guess. I have any friends. I have like two friends. I'm a very unsocial person. Like uh -huh. I don't, I don't, I could, I, I think I went to one prom and it was fun. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I just, I never really like looked up to that stuff. Like yeah. I think what most girls do probably cause I was just so busy. Yeah. But, um, looking back, it would have been fun, but it just, it wasn't for me. And you do make friends in the barrel racing industry, yeah. but you know, you're all competing against each other. So it's kind of like a, it's a cat fight. Sometimes those girls are not nice. I was going to ask so, about that. Yeah. And so you don't get very many friends in that industry. Got it's it. A, okay. When you're alone, the better. Got it. Well, yeah. good thing you have a sister. I mean, you yeah. weren't like a lot. I mean, she's money. a lot, but <laughs> you're like, she's a younger sister. So. Yeah. She's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's cool though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like it in anything being just in general, girls mm -hmm. that age, I can imagine, it's just oh, catty yeah. anyway. Oh, yeah. So I, I was going to ask catty, if there yeah. was any like drama, any mm -hmm. barrel racing drama, I guess. High so. school rodeoing is like the peak of drama. Really? If, yeah. And that's why like, I don't, I high school rodeoed my freshman year, I think. And it's just a bunch of high schoolers. And so you can only imagine the drama and all that. Oh my but gosh. the girls are not nice. Ugh. And so you have to like pick and choose like, yeah. who you're friends with. Yeah. Cause things get made up all the time. Yeah. Do, yeah. Are there, is it the same boys for boy drama? Yeah. I mean, boys, it slides easier for yeah. them. I mean, they can be the worst and girls are like, Oh my God. But, um, I mean, I don't know. 
Yeah. Okay. So time in the spotlight is good and bad. Yes. So what are some of the good things about like some good experiences or do you have like a favorite experience that you had? Probably in Las Vegas. I went there. My horse had charm. She just got out of surgery and I didn't. It was kind of one of those deals where I didn't know if she's going to come back or not from her injury. And I'd worked with her really hard and prepared her because, I mean, they're athletes. You have to treat them like an athlete. And I've been working with her really hard, went to Vegas and won the first round and then won the finals, ended up pocketing like 15,000 there. I love that. And so that was probably my favorite because I didn't know like if I was going to get her back or not. Yeah. And she like exceeded my expectations. Aww. And so I was, that was probably like the best memory Aww. I have. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. So as far as like memories go, mm-hmm. aside from that, do you feel like even though you haven't been like made all the like traditional high school memories mm-hmm. that you still have mm-hmm. memories that you can, what's how am I trying to phrase this? Um, <laughs> like look back on. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think, I mean, winning that much money at 12 is a pretty, a pretty cool thing. I mean, I'd rather be doing that than like doing any other thing and, you know, high school dances and stuff. I, yeah. I love, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to word it, but yeah. I mean, I, so do you feel like winning money at a young age? Yes. You, I, I mean, winning, but you also obviously earn that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that has taught you? Because I know me, I started working at 15. And mm-hmm. so a lot of my work ethic comes from the fact that I just had to get a job like the minute it was legal to mm-hmm. get a job because mm-hmm. that was just the way my parents raised me. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like because you started seeing money at such a young mm-hmm. age that it's really helped you as a young adult mm-hmm. when it comes to like managing money and mm-hmm. being well, well <laughs> managing money I mean, is I a hard mom, problem so. for me <laughs> I get yelled all the time I my dad he they both pushed me to get a job to learn how to you know handle money mm-hmm. and make money and just learn how to be you know a normal human of society and so I think I need to get into that but winning that much money at such a young age has helped you helped me understand but yeah I don't think my money spending is the smartest <laughs> but um yeah I did get a little bit of some some experience from yeah. winning that much money at one time yeah you're still so, so young though mm-hmm. honestly y'all so she's only 17 <laughs> if you can imagine like she's done I, a lot in just a few in five like five years mm-hmm. she's been a professional barrel racer mm-hmm. and like you can only imagine the experiences that she's had mm-hmm. so she's yes. still young I mean yes. I wasn't managing money at 17 <laughs> so I can assure you that oh yes so what is so kind of go back to this job thing so I know mm-hmm. you and I have kind of talked a yes. little bit mm-hmm. so do you feel like you're going to continue to do the racing for like ever or what do you think I don't know I I love it don't get me wrong I have taken a break for like eight months now yeah. just it just, it gets overwhelming sometimes. My horses weren't feeling their best. So I had to kind of, you know, slow down yeah. and get it together. And since I've been taking a break, I've kind of realized like, do I want to continue doing it or do yeah. I want to start something else? Yeah. And like you and I talked about, you know, doing the stuff that you do, I'd love to get into that. That's something that I would like honestly enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, do I want to keep horses in my life? Of course. Yeah. Do I want to keep running barrels, you know, once, twice every month. Sure. But is it something I want to do for a living? Absolutely not. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So as you grow into adulthood, it's mm-hmm. definitely going to change for yes. you. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. And when she talks about what I do, she's talking about cosmetic injections. Yes. Her and I have chatted a little bit mm-hmm. on the side in the past about like what that looks like for her being in the state of Texas. And you guys have heard me and Nicola talk about, you know, the different 
realms, I guess, of the med spa industry. You have lasers, you have aesthetics, you have cosmetic injections. And so I was kind of giving her some advice recently on how to go about getting into that when she gets old enough to, cause she's not old enough yet <laughs> to do, yeah. to go to nursing school and do yeah. all the things. And so, um, well, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might even change your mind between now and like, I don't you know. know, you're, you're pretty, pretty set, set on, on it. it. Uh-huh. I'm pretty set on it. I love all the things that involve all things beauty. beauty. So yeah. honestly, and if mm-hmm. y'all are obviously looking at her, she She's mm-hmm. clearly super cute. So <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Um, so with keeping horses in your life, do you mm-hmm. feel like, so you'll just always kind of own them then? Yeah. And still... I can't completely like cut, yeah. cut it with them because they have been in my life since I was a baby. Yeah. And owning a horse, like the ones that I have, the performance horses, it's kind of like, sometimes it can be a gold mine because yeah. they're so expensive. And so if you take care of them and, you know, yeah. take good care of them, you can sell them for a lot of money. Yeah. But... I just love mine, the two that I have. And so I would love to just keep them with me as long as possible and run just whenever I want to. I feel like they're like your kids. They are. They are. They're a full-time job sometimes. They are kids. Mm -hmm. I have over the years, I've like working out in Burleson for Orth area doing injections and things like that Mm -hmm. and meeting people, the equestrian world. I don't know much about it, but I'm slowly Mm kind of learning over Mm -hmm. the years. It's insane yeah. the amount that some of these horses go for mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's, it's like the cost of like a house almost yeah. on some of them i mean it's nuts yeah there was a barrel stallion that sold for 1.7 million that's crazy oh and he's gosh. just a stud like i mean he has like he has a lot of good babies that are winners but he, yeah. I mean, he's old and he's retired and it's, it's crazy it's insane can you all imagine you just yeah. get to get you i mean all he does is is He's, bang. Yeah, he's all he <laughs> That's does. All he and does. He's worth that much money. You pay that much money yes. just to bang. Jeez. <laughs> I know. He lives a pretty good life. Oh honestly. my goodness. Well, I guess it's like I hear some crazy stories about like the blue French bulldogs and stuff and mm-hmm. how much they sell some yeah. of these French bulldogs for mm-hmm. or the studs for. And I'm just like, that's insane for mm-hmm. a dog. I guess a horse makes more sense, but like a dog. I'm a just dog, like, yeah. I've wow. heard of these going for like twenty thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that blows my mind it's for a crazy. dog. I know. I just, I can't fathom it y'all, but, mm-hmm. um, I can't, I've always wanted a horse. And so I'm like, but mine would obviously not be, mine would just be a ride horse. <laughs> be a ride horse. My dad had horses growing up. Mm-hmm. So I've always had a love for a horse. Yeah. And oh, yeah. so when I buy a house, I want like land and mm-hmm. all that just to have like a horse, a horse but yeah. not like, you know, they're, they're cause fine. I know they can come, they come down in price if you're not racing them or mm-hmm. you're not looking for something yeah. like that. If you just want one to ride, like my dad yeah. always had them to ride to when ride, I was growing yeah. up. That's how my dad's ranch horses yeah. were. It's just they're like, fun. they're just rideable horses. Mm-hmm. You and know? they're fun too. Yeah. Easy. Super, yeah. They're yeah. so calming. They're, they're such calm, calm animals. Yes. Like that's what I love about it. And then I watch Yellowstone and just mm-hmm. pretend that I'm on the Yellowstone uh-huh. ranch. <laughs> You're like yeah. every girl, every, every barrel <laughs> racer's like worse. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's so much fun. I walk in the barn and just like, it's just like a relief when you're around them. Cause they're like your best friends. I mean, yeah. you love them so much. They do so much for you. And it's just like, yeah, you go in there, pet on them and they're just loving on you. It's, mm. it's a, I need to come out there just yes, for a therapeutic, a therapeutic visit. Just mm-hmm. to come pet them. Just to come pet them. Just to it's braid their hair. Therapeutic. Oh, I braid their hair all the time. I can imagine. Mm-hmm. I would too. Yeah. That's I like, all the time. I have two boys. I don't even have a daughter to braid hair. I'm like, <laughs> I need to braid something. Yeah. I have to braid something. Yeah. I braid um, them all the time. Well, what, so let's get back to, so some of our, most of our listeners are like, I'd say our demographics kind of 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. However, they have daughters, some mm-hmm. of them. And what advice would you give just to anybody? Because I think what's so important is that you were young, but you knew what you wanted to mm-hmm. do. And yeah. so you worked very hard. You made sacrifices and did mm-hmm. homeschooling mm-hmm. and 
essentially altered your what would what everyone would consider the norm mm-hmm. to be able to pursue your career and mm-hmm. this dream of yours to do this as mm-hmm. a young girl. What advice would you give to somebody who is maybe hesitant to take that leap or mm-hmm. to jump into something that maybe they're passionate about? Maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they're like me. Maybe they want to buy that horse, mm-hmm. but they don't want to take the leap because they don't know, you know. What mm-hmm. advice would you give to somebody like that? My best advice is just go for it. I mean, I never thought I'd become like as I'm not saying I'm a big deal, but I never thought I, that mayor would have taken me as far as she did until I flew to Colorado to try this horse. And it was like once I was there, it was over like that was it. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Was I hesitant? Were my parents hesitant? Yes. We were all kind of like, you know, is this a good decision? Is this, yeah. you know, I would say just go for it. I feel like there's a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. It's yeah. a, the world doesn't stop. Yeah. You have to just keep going. And that's kind of the best advice. I was really young when I started, but, um, yeah, my best advice is go for it. If you know what you want and just yeah. go for it. Do you feel like it's easier to get into the industry if you start young or because I have a girlfriend actually personally Mm -hmm. who is just now getting into the barrel racing Mm -hmm. industry and it's not her main job, but she's Mm -hmm. always kind of been in the equestrian Mm -hmm. realm. Mm -hmm. Um, So she just started barrel racing maybe two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she's like early 30s. Mm -hmm. Do you feel as though it is... I guess, is that a pro or a con to get into it later in life like that or um, based off what you've seen and mm-hmm. experienced? Cause I, I mean, I know Fallon Taylor too mm-hmm. kind yeah. of started at a younger age mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she has a, a very young fan base mm-hmm. too yeah. um, because of that. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know if it's kind of like the people who really make it mm-hmm. if they start young mm-hmm. or if there are some out there, cause I don't know many, but if there are some out there that do mm-hmm start late and make it big? I think it kind of just depends. Um, I see a lot of girls that start really young and I've seen girls that are older that have bought really nice horses and have done amazing. I think it just kind of depends on your connections and who, you know, and the Mm -hmm. horses you can get because people are greedy. You know, they don't want to sell a good horse. And if you get a hold of a good horse, that's like, that's, that's the ticket right there. And, um, yeah, I, I think it just kind of depends on what okay. you can get your hands on. It comes down to honestly. the horse's talent. The horse. It's really just the horse. <laughs> honestly, the you just got to hang on. That's it. <laughs> it's like that whole, what is it? Eight second ride or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah, I that, don't know, but mm-hmm. okay. It's about that. Okay. Well, I really like what I really want to know mm-hmm. now that we're getting down to it. <laughs> um, dating. How does dating happen? Because oh you're 17. Gosh. I mean, so um, you're getting to that point where I'm like... I'm so excited we're having this conversation. Boys are a thing. Tell me. Give oh, me all the tea. Gosh. Um, well, there's like a... You don't want to date guys at rodeo because they're awful. Oh. They're so awful. They... I'm not going to get into it. Is it like, egos? What is it? What makes them just, awful? They're just cheaters. It's oh. It's a really bad deal. And you see so many girls get cheated on. And I don't know why they're so bad. I just... I don't get it. But rodeo guys are like the worst. Is it because you think they have all these girls like mm-hmm. throwing they themselves do. at them? Yeah. And, and especially like if they're good at what they do, if they wrote good or they, you know, anything, girls just, oh, you know, throw themselves out. Yeah. I'm not one of those girls. I've never been one of those girls. Just was like, I know I look good. I, I have options. But, <laughs> but the guys are just awful. They're just not. So how have you tried dating outside of that world yet? No. Okay. I would like to. Okay. Eventually. I feel like social media is like the way that this mm-hmm. happens nowadays. That's how I met my yeah. boyfriend was social media. With so social media. yeah, we met on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel See, like, yeah. And you probably get a lot of guys that a few slide in the DMs. A few, but they're just, yeah. just weird. They don't usually respond. Yeah. Do you respond to them? No, or not the to? weirdos. Yeah. I only no. responded to Blair because 
we had already had like previous conversation. And so it was, and he didn't come off creepy. Like, mm-hmm. I think it just all like, depends on how they, depends come. on how they come off. Cause mm-hmm. I do get some really mm-hmm. odd messages yeah, mm-hmm. or just like straight, like blunt ones. I literally laugh when I get ones that are like, be my sugar baby. I'll oh, pay you yes. this much I get those a too. week. I'm like, and you're like, why? Does this work for you? Does yeah. somebody actually fall for this? Because I, I don't even accept those. I just, I can't. I'm like, I just delete them. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, like, what's I don't. the point of that? And Blair laughs. He's like, I mean, <laughs> you know, that's money. No, <laughs> no he's like, never. <laughs> that's money. But I'm just like, that can't possibly work for no, you. No, it can't. No. But I don't they're care. usually old and yeah, gross so anyway. I don't even respond to them. Okay. Like, All right. So she's 17, you guys. So mm-hmm. don't be sliding in the podcast yeah. DMs if mm-hmm. you are over eight. Oh, 21? I would, no, 20, like 20? 25. Oh, okay. I mean, I like them a little older. Okay. Dad, yeah. don't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our mom's like, uh, no. Okay. So under 25, she is yeah. single, but don't come with the B game. Come with the A game. Yeah. All right. And you have anything. to message through the podcast first because mm-hmm. I need to vet them. I need to vet you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before I even give you her, her details, that's it. Mm-hmm. So don't that's be sliding it. in the DMs if you don't sign yeah. in ours first to be vetted. Exactly. That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work. That's <laughs> well, the deal. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you these days mm-hmm. and I've been, I've seen, I'm pretty getting pretty good at vetting them. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've yeah. thrown a few decent ones Nicola's way. It hadn't worked out, but you know, <laughs> it's, I've, I'm, mm-hmm. I play a good matchmaker yeah, sometimes. Well, so you can throw one at me sometimes. I sure will. You know. I sure will. Actually, I have one in mind and she's going to kill me when I tell her, but, uh, one of the girls I work with, mm-hmm. she has the cutest sons. How old is he? Well, she has three boys. Mm-hmm. They're all under 25. I'm pretty sure. I think the mm-hmm. oldest one might be 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so cute. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. So <laughs> cute. Great upbringing. Great parents. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them has a girlfriend. I just have to figure out which one. Honestly, they're all so cute. Yeah. Like if I was younger, mm-hmm. I'd totally, and I tell her that all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I was, <laughs> listen, if I was 20 again. Uh-huh. Um, but okay. So I'm going to ask her which one's single and figure yeah. out. I know one plays TCU, uh, college ball, TCU baseball. Mm-hmm. I think he is. He's like a, Oh, so he's a baseball player. He's a baseball player oh, for that's... TCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't remember if he's the one with the girlfriend or not. So I'm gonna find that out. Okay. Yeah. And she doesn't listen to the podcast, so she's not gonna know this is coming. I'm gonna oh, hit her with perfect. curveball tomorrow at work. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it at her. You know, it's yeah. fine. I'm gonna say I have the cutest future wife for <laughs> your son. Any of them, honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, well, thank you so much for coming yeah, on the thank show. You, for having me. you guys had a blast. be sure to follow Miss Deli Parker mm-hmm. and um comment to us if you have any questions for her we can mm-hmm. relay them um and then also if you're interested mm-hmm. in taking this pretty lady out um <laughs> dm us okay i have to vet you first mm-hmm. i'm not fucking playing you guys they go yeah they have to go through missy first. for sure and she knows this mm-hmm. already so mm-hmm. i'm like mom number two mm-hmm. i'm like the big sister yeah the, the big bigger sister. bigger sister yeah you know anyways thank you so much you're welcome. and you guys have a good tequila tuesday we'll yes. see you next time Make it clear.